Welcome to phase four of the Youth Soccer Playbook Girls Edition. And it's going to follow principally very similar to what I said with the boys' side. And the only real difference would be, honestly, is that you're going to make the jump at this phase if you're physically capable, outside of already having the technical and the skills, to go play uh, adult-level competition. Because you're 15 years old, and I made a comment in the phase three video, but just a quick recap. Phase four is 15 and older. So you gotta remember, this is definitely the opportunity window. But what I was saying a second ago about the comment is, I think her name is uh, Melanie. She plays as a 15 year old professional football in women's. So it's a possible, it's achievable. If she's done it, that just shows that there's a platform and a pathway potentially for women to do it in this country, assuming they meet the developmental requirements, one. But two, the question you need to ask yourself and I had to do this for myself. I don't have kids yet, but let's assume that I do in this situation, obviously with my daughter, would be if she's telling me, dad, I want to be a pro and she's showing the signs, the commitment, the effort, the dedication, the off the field responsibilities, that tells me that we have potentially a chance to get there. Okay, so we need to start putting her on that platform to get there because here's the thing that I think most people don't consider with like getting to the next level. When you go to the next level, even if it's college and pro, basically everybody there is an adult. So we need to prepare my daughter for the adult level because you're playing against adults when you get to the adult level, whether it's college or professional, you're playing against adults and everybody is an adult. So it should be a process, a step-by-step -step process to help prepare them for the adult level competition. So I'll touch on that again shortly here, but let me go through the objectives real quick just to make sure we're on the same page with it, okay? So first one would be to join an adult level program like a UPSL women, a USL women, or if we can, NWSL women. So that means maybe training with the second team or the first team, okay? Really gotta, if you haven't done this already, but you need to focus on networking. Like I've said this multiple times in different podcasts and different content, your network is gonna be what opens the potential door for you. It's not just about skill, especially in this country, because there's not as much of a database of scouting. So like example would be at my buddy's club in France, for like three or four age groups, they have 13 scouts in a region just scouting players, which means the potential to be seen is higher. Here, like for example, I live in Orlando, Orlando City, I know this is for the boys side, but I'm just giving the reference. Orlando City has one scout. Not 13 scouts, one scout. And he's got to scour all of basically central Florida and further potentially, but for players, for one person, that's a lot of work, okay? So there, you know, that's why I'm saying the difference is there and you have to build your network because your network is gonna be what opens the key or turns the key to get you through a door. And if you don't have a network, I don't care how great of a player you are in this country, if nobody knows who you are and nobody can vouch for you, then it's gonna be extremely hard for my daughter, your daughter, to get through the, through the door. Okay, so next one would be, if the player, so like my daughter says, hey, I wanna use college as a route. We need to be active in the college recruiting process. And the great thing for you is, I have all my online content, as you know already, available on YouTube and you can take my college recruiting masterclass, which will take you through every single step of the college recruiting process and how to win at it. 
And um, if that's the avenue that she wants to take, then we got to respect that and we got to do it. And we'll be like, okay, here's the plan. It's right here. I've already, it's already created for you. Okay. And really, you know, mastering this mental side, or at least putting us on the path to get closer to it, at least achieve mastery. Because again, the higher level that you go and the closer we get to the next level, the harder it's going to be, one. But two, when you actually get to the next level, I would say it's like a three to eight X increase depending on the level. So college would be like a four X and then professional would be like an eight X to what we were doing before. And then UPSL women, as an example, would be like a three X. So, and the way I, the way I phrase this on the boy side, it may bring relevance to you, but like UPSL for men have two levels. They have UPSL division one, which is the second level or the lower level. And then they have premier. I say, this is my thoughts. UPSL Division 1 is closely related to like a MLS Academy level and then like a U17 for example and then the UPSL Premier would be closer to like college if that makes sense I hope that is at least relevant for you and if you can make it in those levels that means you're and what I mean by make it is perform and do very well you can get something out of it and get somewhere so like the key thing is, you know, concentration, mentality, recovery. So like, you know, I, I watch kids all the time. They make a mistake and they like, they hold their head, they shut down. Like there is no shutting down. The best thing you need to do when you make a mistake, like maybe you missed a clear goal, get back quickly and okay, forgot it. We move on like those type of things. And if you haven't taken my pro mindset course, again, free, I recommend that you do because that will help you overcome those little barriers. And then secondly, before I continue, if there is, if you feel like this is good value to you and you think this could benefit somebody, I would greatly appreciate if you share this content to them as I'm trying to help as many people for free make better decisions. So if you could do that and share this with somebody that you think could benefit them, I would appreciate that and I know your friend would appreciate that. Now back to content with uh, phase four being 15 years and older. So you know, again, at this phase, it's all about performance. Like there, there is no end all be all. It's about performance and winning. So by winning, you playing very well, you need to play well. If you play well, things are possible. If you don't play well, you're not going to get anywhere. It doesn't matter the level of skill because if you're going to be recruited at this phase, you need to be performing well. So you need to stand out, perform and earn that next move. Okay. And like, again, my, my honest opinion, I believe that playing adult level competition is a much better fit than playing, for example, a badge organization like an ECNL or a GA. And if you think about that, it's because when you go into adult level competition, you are playing against, or at least similar to what you're going to play against by going to college or going to professional. When you go there, let's say you go to college or you go to pro, you're playing against adults. So wouldn't you want to already get that preparation ahead of time? I would. And this is something I can tell you personally from my perspective. Me, I I lacked that understanding gap. Like going from, I played youth soccer, obviously. I only ever played really two years up. And my last year, I played my age group. There was a big gap when I moved from my age group to college soccer. Because I played Division two. And at the Division II level, you can have essentially any age play. So my, like on my team, we had 26, 27, 25, 30. The, my first game, we played against a 32-year-old. Like 
Those are grown men. So I didn't get that preparation beforehand. And the more preparation you can do beforehand, that's why I'm saying this is the route we're going to take with my daughter. And I always say this, you have to think outside the box to be successful because can you get decent training and good competition playing in those badge organizations? It's possible, yes. Okay, I can't, I can't deny that fact. Yeah, okay, maybe. But that doesn't replicate because you got to remember, I played in the DA before it was MLS Next when it first came out. It did not compare getting to college. So I wish I had the experience playing UPSL or a similar type of an adult league. And like this will kind of hit home the point. I have an 06-07 boys team. Okay, 06-07. So 2007-2006, they play together. And we played against, on June 8th, the St. Kitts Senior Men's National Team in CONCACAF. They're a CONCACAF nation. And they are the same country, the same team that played against the U.S. men's national team in the Gold Cup. And the only reason why I got that game was two reasons. One, networking. I had an, uh, a mutual contact. And two, they were looking for an adult team that was not like crazy, crazy high level. And I'm like, hey, we're a perfect fit. We're mostly kids. There was two adults on the team at the time, a 20-year-old goalkeeper and an 18-year-old center back. And that was it. And we got the opportunity because we played adults. So we have that video. I have that video. And... You can't take that away from us. Like, I never got that as a kid. So that's why I, like, I keep harping on this, like playing against adults. And you might say, well, what about exposure? Okay, fine. I'll give you a flip example. Again, my boys, 0706. Um, we played a UPSL regular season match, by the way. Regular season match. And we had a Division I college coach, Stetson University, at the game watching. So you can definitely get recruited from UPSL. And I don't want to hear otherwise. You just have to know how to work the system. How do you contact the coach? How do you make that happen? And if you need help with that, I have an online course, my college recruiting masterclass that you get for free on YouTube. So I recommend you take those steps if you want to take that route. So at least you don't have to say, well, I need to play in these leagues to get exposure. And remember, I've said this before, there's a difference between exposure and being exposed. So hopefully that makes sense. That's why we're going to go the adult route. Obviously, if she's good enough and we can get her on an NWSL, we'll take that immediately. Or if I can get her overseas, we'll do that because I have potential to get dual citizenship. And if we can make those differences, it will help. And I need to reemphasize this point, though, because I think this gets lost in translation a lot. The player or players that move on from the youth level to the um, adult level, so college professional, are the ones that have these two qualities in my opinion the most skill and ability so technical tactical physical mental and and the best network who can help them get through the door it is it is paramount crucial if you don't have that you're struggling you're going to hurt your long-term potential because there's many players that i've worked with literally that never made it because they didn't have the network were they skillful enough yes were they doing the right things off the field yes but they did not make it because they didn't have the network and I don't want that to happen to you. Okay, and then the last piece is, and this is very important, and I can give you another personal example, is you have to earn your next move. It's never given. Like, what youth soccer does is it prepares you for things to be given to you and that you don't have to earn it. Well, I'm telling you, if you're gonna go to the next level, you are earning this. This is not a handout. This is not given to you. No college scholarship is given and you need to understand that consequence. 
And so you need to go earn this. And that's the same thing I'm going to tell my daughter. You need to earn this if you want to get out of here. And that's what playing adult level competition does because, and I'll use the UPSL as the example, they follow rules that are much closer to the professional game. So quick example, 90 minute games, so 45 minute halves, two halves. They're only allowed seven substitutions the entire game. So let's say I'm playing and I take a knock. I get hit early on, let's say three minutes into the game. And I say, coach, I need a sub. I'm not coming back on the field. I got to stay off. So if I say sub and they sub me, I'm done for the day. Again, closer to the professional level. And obviously you're playing against men, which is, or in your case, women. In my daughter's case, woman, which would be what she's going to play at anyways when she goes to the next level. And I think this might hopefully summarize the point, and I'm drilling this home, but I hope it makes sense, is that if you look at the boys' side again one more time, MLS academies, there are 13 of them, 12 or 13 of them, that have teams 100% free in UPSL. So, like, DC United is one of them. Charlotte is one of them. LA Galaxy, LAFC, these are teams, MLS academies, that have UPSL teams. So they have U17, UPSL, um, their B teams, and the first team squads. And they do that because they believe that it gives them that gap year between the U17s and the B team. And, and I'll add this last point to you, and I think this will help. Orlando City prior to the MLS Next Pro League, participated in participated in UPSL. So I'm going to say that one more time. Orlando City, the professional team, the B team, so the second squad, prior to the creation of the MLS Next Pro League, played in the UPSL, Premier Division. So what does that tell you? Or at least what should it tell you? That they even believed in the UPSL. And then once the MLS Next Pro League came about, of course, because they're an MLS club, they had to join that. But like, even they were in UPSL. So if you live in Orlando, that should give you reference of the value that even Orlando City gave to an adult competition like UPSL. Because it's closer to the professional game. And that's what we're trying to create. Because if my daughter is going to go on and be successful to play at the next level, she has to be confident. She has to be able to handle the pressure. And she has to be able to make it. So, like, flip it to you this way. Let's say you take a girl, a player, and she trains only with her age group. And I want you to really think about this. And let's say it's my daughter. And she's she's U15. Sorry, let's say U16. 15 years old. And she gets invited to a professional team to, to trial. So she has to go from her age group and then make the jump to the professional game. So let's say, like, Washington Freedom calls and says, Hey, Kyle, we'd love to have your daughter train with us for a week. We've heard about her. We think it'd be a good fit. At her age group, it's not going to happen. She won't be able to make the jump because she's not used to playing against older players. Like, there are gaps. Like, and that is a significant gap to go from your age group at 16, you 16, and then have to go from your age group to adult-level competition. Like, you can see it's not even on the same... It's not even on the screen anymore. So, that's why I'm saying, like, imagine if, if we get that call. She's a U16 player but she's also, or maybe solely, playing against adults. And, this is the key point, she's performing and standing out. If she's doing that, and we have the network, the doors will open, you can get your foot through the door. That is key, 
I hope that makes sense. And I'll give you one last example, and I hope this will highlight it. Let's take a striker, okay? Let's say you do UPSL women for two or three years. Let's say three. Year one, you play 15 games, nine starts, six off the bench, but you score nine goals and make two assists. That's a decent thing because you're going to play about 30 games of course of a season, right? So half of that battle was you earning game time versus what you were given in youth soccer. So let's go to year two. Year two, you play 26 games. You start 20. And you sub on for six. So you missed five games, give or take, four or five games. But you scored 20 goals. And you got five assists. That's basically a goal involvement every single game. So either a goal and assist every single game. Okay, so let's say even after that, you still don't get picked up. Okay, but you're going to get a lot of attention at that point if you pulled that off. Okay, you go into your third year. So now you're 17 years old. My daughter's 17 years old, going into UPSL women's third year. She kills it. She plays 30 games out of the 32 because they played two playoffs. And she was rested or something. And she scores 26 goals and gets four assists. That's 30 goals, or I should say involvements, goal involvements in the game. That's a goal a game or assist a game. That's crazy. You're going to get somewhere. But you're playing against grown men or grown women, in this case women. And that to me is so valuable that people want to skip out on. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're enjoying the podcast and finding valuable information from it. Now, I do have a quick ask of you, and that would be to make sure to follow me on all social media platforms like Instagram, YouTube, TikTok which is at Kyle C. Wilson official and on Twitter, which is the Kyle C. Wilson. And if you could help me do that, that would continue to help reinforce the ideas that I want to continue producing content specifically made for you guys to help educate you. And as always, you know, I'm there to help as I have $23,195 worth of content available for free through my YouTube channel that will answer and help a lot of the problems that you're going through, or at least your child's going through. So if you haven't found that yet, go to the YouTube channel, Kyle C. Wilson Official. And without further ado, let's get back into the episode.